the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. Swagger? The man, he looks like a vertigo victim who just stepped off a tilt-a-whirl. And a lot of these Republicans are pretending to play conservative when... They're really on the side of China or, you know, globalization or globalism and against their own electorate. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Let me ask you a sincere question. Do you think the former president of the United States visiting a community like East Palestine, Ohio, where there was a massive train derailment and concerns about toxicity in the air and the water the ground, the president who preceded the current president goes and pays a visit, lifts the spirits of the people of East Palestine. Um, I've got a clip here I'm going to play for you in just a moment of somebody who was so appreciative of President Trump not forgetting these people. Pete Buttigieg hasn't been. He's finally going today. Biden hasn't been. Um, they have been largely forgotten because, obviously, it's a rural, mostly white, Trump-supporting community that's experiencing this catastrophe and that experienced this catastrophe. You think it's newsworthy? Even if you hate Trump, you think it's newsworthy? Think it's kind of a big deal? Think it's newsworthy that the people of East Ohio... We're so appreciative, so thankful for President Trump coming, speaking to them, speaking to the to the well to the people who would carry his speech. Very few did, including Fox News Channel. That's right, Fox News didn't carry the speech that Trump gave from East Palestine. In fact, Fox News Channel's hugely popular The Five didn't even mention it. Let me get this straight. A show that airs at 5 o'clock Eastern on Fox News, the most popular cable news network in America, chose to completely ignore Trump's visit to East Palestine? Um, Here is an East Palestine resident telling Fox News how appreciate not the five... And you didn't hear Trump's speech, but I guess they were forced to carry at some point some of it. Um, I know Tucker Carlson covered it. Check this out. Here's an East Palestine resident expressing appreciation for Trump's visit. Uh, You know, a lot of people have been walking around town with their heads full of doubt and fear and feeling neglected. And I feel like Trump's presence today uh, helped reassure them that... You know, they do care. They have not been forgotten about. And uh, it definitely helped lift the spirits and give people some peace of mind, uh, knowing that people know who we are and what's going on around here. And, uh, well, you know, with a president not showing up, it kind of did the opposite. And that was that's what was causing a lot of the neglect and the feelings of doubt and fear. And that's Laura Ingram interviewing an East Palestine, Ohio resident last night on Fox News. You wouldn't have seen that on The Five. You wouldn't have heard President Trump's speech. Fox News Channel is clearly making an editorial decision here. There's just no doubt about it. And they can try. I don't know that it'll succeed, but they're trying to erase 
Donald Trump from the public consciousness. They're trying to prevent him from winning the nomination. Now Fox News is in there with all the rest of them. And I hate this about saying that about Fox News. I love that place. I really do. I got a lot of friends over there. Spent a lot of years there, in and out of their hallways, as a Fox News contributor. I used to work for them. Until I decided I didn't want to work for them anymore. And the reason I didn't want to work for them anymore was just more of a personal thing, convenience. I didn't want to spend three or four hours of my night after spending all day on the radio show to do a, you know, minute and a half hit on one of their, you know, minute and a half interview on one of their shows. It was just kind of selfish on my part. But I, you know, listen, I, I, I want to have a little bit of quality of life. I also didn't like having people dump milkshakes on me in a, you know, a diner in Midtown Manhattan. So time for me to go and let them know and had a great time there, spent a lot of years there. It's my go-to network. I mean, listen, Tucker Carlson and the primetime lineup every night, must-see TV for me. I am so disappointed in them and so frustrated that Fox News is now playing along with the vicious miserable, Trump-hating mainstream media. I I mean, you know, the five, oh, they're so ha-ha-ha, Greg Gutfeld, oh, poking fun at Jessica Tarloff, and there's Jesse, Jesse, it's my world, Jesse Waters, and there's Judge Janine. How does Judge Janine put up with that? Hey, Derek, when you you double-checked and confirmed that they didn't mention Trump's visit one time, was she there? So she's sitting there on that set, not making a saying a word about a consequential news-making visit by the 45th president of the United States. The heck's wrong with her? Um, it's got to be an awful feeling. Maybe she's being told what she can't say, and that's never a good place for any host in our business to be in. Maybe she's turned on him, too. I don't know. But Fox News has clearly turned on Donald Trump. 1-800-655-MIKE. I'm just going to say, on behalf of my team, on, 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 on behalf of me personally, I am really sorry. I'm sorry that, I mean, I guess what people will tell me is, well, turn it off, don't watch Fox News, don't play their clips on your show. Um, I, I, I get it. Puts me in a really bad position here. Because a lot of the material that we get is great material. And a lot of the people at Fox News are great people. I, again, I, I don't have friends. I'm not friends with bad people. These are good people over there. A lot of good people in front of the camera, behind the camera, and behind the scenes. Now, it's a huge company, and they got you got Rupert Murdoch's Son and, you know, whatever all that drama is, Paul Ryan is on the board of directors over there. I don't know. I don't keep up with that, any of that drama. But what a shocking um, development that Fox News as an institution has has evidently turned against Donald Trump. Wow. They're going to be in a real mess when Trump, if Trump becomes the nominee in 2024. Are they going to not cover him? We're in the relieffactor.com studios. Got a lot of breaking news today. I hope you join me. 1-800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. I mean, Ted in the upstate of South Carolina says, I don't devote any TV time to Fox News any longer. I watch local news, and then I turn it all off. I want to get what I want from talk radio, which is one of the major reasons I listen to you, Mike. Well, thanks, Ted. I appreciate that. Um, I, I just, I'm just absolutely bewildered at this, and so disappointed. That's that's the the best word to use. I'm just disappointed that they would choose this path. It's a mistake. It's a big mistake. You ignore Donald Trump, and you ignore the millions of Trump supporters at your own peril. It's a big, big error to do so. Let's see if you agree or disagree with me. 1-800-655-MIKE, 800-655-6453. 
We have an open line, 800-655-6453. If you own a gun or you're thinking of owning one, you must read the vitally important book, In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery Publishing. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code MikeG or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G, or call 800-928-6034, like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Mike Gallagher. Mike, stop defending Fox News. Fox News is dead. Okay, it was dead in 2020. It was actually dying long before that. But uh, it's obvious that they've turned on Trump, which means they've turned against Mega, and they are part of the Uniparty. That's it. Yeah, and, and incidentally, just to correct the record, they're not dead. They're, the, they're by far and away the most popular cable news network in the country. So they're not dead. They're not dying. They're not, uh, and I'm not defending Fox News. If I was defending Fox News, I wouldn't even bring this up. In fact, I'm criticizing them for ignoring Trump's visit. Um, listen, there's no way around the fact that Biden's handling of this train derailment has been a disaster. And there is no question that when the former president visits East Palestine ahead of the transportation secretary, Mayor Pete, when Joe Biden, I don't know that he's even mentioned the train derailment. He's busy, you know, over in uh, Poland, falling up the steps. So uh, it, it's it's really frustrating. And I, I, I tell you, I want to talk about it with you, though, because I want to lay out what Trump is clearly going to be up against as we head into the 2024 campaign. This is going to be um, a battle that is a, a hundred times more intense than what he faced in 2016. He had Fox News in his corner in 2016. It just, it just, this all fascinates me, the how tone deaf so many people can be who are in positions of, you know, authority. I mean, here's Mayor Pete. This is that Daily Buttigieg, or the uh, Daily Caller interview, the walk and talk. A reporter from the Daily Caller, Jenny Tear, saw Buttigieg walking in in Washington, D.C., and went up to him and tried to interview him. Here's how it turned out. What do you have to say to the folks in Ohio, East Palestine, who are suffering right now? Well, I'd refer you to about a dozen interviews I've given today, and uh, if you'd like to arrange a conversation I do, and I shared it with the press many times today. I'd refer you to those comments. Would you mind sharing it with us? No, I'm going to refer you to the comments that I made to the press because uh, right now I'm taking some personal time and I'm walking down the street. Are you going down there? <clears throat> What's that? Are you going down there at all? Um, yeah, I am. When are you going? Uh, I'll share that uh, when I'm ready. Okay, I'll talk thank you. Can I get a photo of me? Could I get a photo of you, he said at the end, clearly trying to intimidate her. Incidentally, Tracy, our screener here, was watching the clip and said that 
Pete puts his head down almost like he was caught with his hand in the cookie jar when she says, are you going? He really puts his head down because he's getting his phone out. He's, he puts his head down because he's trying to get the phone app pulled up on his phone because he's going to take a picture of her to intimidate her and threaten her because he doesn't like being asked questions. I wonder how many journalists are uh, are standing by this Daily Caller journalist. And speaking of journalists, wonder if they're going to cover Mayor Pete's visit today. You think they're going to cover his speech? Because surely he'll address the country, right? If he holds a... This will be an interesting test. If Fox News carries Pete Buttigieg's speech, assuming there'll be a speech, that'll tell you all you need to know about what Trump derangement syndrome looks like even at Fox News Channel, America's most popular cable news network. Doug's in Medford, New Jersey. Hey, Doug, how are you today? Hey, good, Mike. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Appreciate your call. Hey, I just wanted to say that, of course, it's newsworthy when a past president who's not sitting goes to a major disaster ahead of the sitting president that's newsworthy in and of itself. Of course it is. But just that he cares, he's, he's being presidential, even though he's not the sitting president. Right. And shame on Fox News is all I can say. I got you. Appreciate it. 800-655-MIKE. Linda's in Kalamazoo. Hey, Linda. Hi, Mike. Hi. Uh, I just want to say I left Fox two years ago. I watch Newsmax now. Well, Newsmax covered it yesterday. So did One American News Network. Vincent in Atlanta. Hi, Vincent. Hey, Mike. How's it going? I'm good. How I are just you? Say, oh, very good. good. I want to say in this Trump era and Trump derangement syndrome has shown it forces people to show who they really are. And we're finding out that our Republican heroes and Congress and media are not who they present themselves to be. In many ways, they have failed us. I got you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Vincent. You know, speaking of Mayor Pete, back to East Palestine, simple question. Should he be fired? Should he or or, or should he be removed from his post as Transportation Secretary? We'll put that up as our Birch Gold question of the day. Do you think Mayor Pete should be fired? 800-655-MIKE. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low, reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org, COVIDTaxRelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. We're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually. You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. Swagger? The man, he looks like a vertigo victim who just stepped off a tilt-a-whirl. And a lot of these Republicans are pretending to play conservative when they're really on the side of China or, you know, globalization or globalism. And against their own electorate. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. That was a pretty profound thing that Laura Ingram said last night when she was interviewing Congressman Matt Gates. A lot of Republicans say they're conservative, but they're really on the side of China and globalism. Isn't she right? We're seeing it play out in real time. While Biden is stumbling through Poland and Ukraine... Trump is on the ground in East Palestine, reaching out to Eastern Ohio 
rural voters because they feel they've been forgotten. Mayor Pete finally showed up today. I know this will surprise you. It has not gone well. We've got a video clip that you're going to want to see. Um, A reporter uh, trying to interview him as he's walking with very grim-faced. It's kind of a gray, cloudy day, it looks like, in East Palestine. Uh, But gray and cloudy would describe the mood he must be in finally being shamed into going to East Palestine. And he's there. You know he dreads being there because, you know, he got kind of shamed into going. Sarah Gonzalez um, and Savannah Hernandez came up, and when they saw Mayor Pete, he's walking along along with some Looks like some state troopers, and there's some officials there. And they're asking him, why did it take you three weeks to show up? Well, he won't talk to them. And then then Buttigieg's press secretary says that asking questions like that on camera is aggressive. Hmm. Think any reporters were aggressive during the Trump era? Check this out. This is a good day to watch us on the Salem News Channel. Make sure you download the uh, Salem News Channel app. It's snc.tv. Easy way for you to check in, snc.tv. You can go to miconline.com, click Watch Mike on TV, and the Salem News News Channel is available anywhere you get any of your streaming video platforms. Uh, We work real hard to be the antidote to the mainstream media, and if you've wanted to watch what we're doing here, uh, feel free to do so because uh, we're proud to be uh, part of Salem News Channel. So, uh, And you'll see this pretty remarkable exchange where the Secretary of Transportation has opted not to speak to reporters who are asking him questions and then getting chastised by his press secretary for asking questions too aggressively. Mayor Pete, why did it take right. you an entire right. two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the, the, the slow response, to the government's slow response? Do you have any apology? I'm this press person. I can help you. Sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure, person. sure. So can, camera, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? To you guys off and can camera? we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. And you guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're not on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you're the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that Absolutely. you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why. Why is it aggressive? I'm On behalf of the American people, I'm just asking why he has not been here until Donald Trump she's came. Asked them, she's asked three several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. Okay, well, she's been able to walk away. Would you like to go inside? I do not. I will walk this way. So can I ask what the secretary is going to do with the picture of Jenny Kerr? He took her the other day when he, she was asking a question in Washington, D.C. I'm happy to answer your questions. I would like you guys to not have your cameras on. I, I had my camera off a minute ago. If I turn it off, you all have your cameras on. I can see them. You guys, I'm happy to have this conversation. I all right, y'all, so we are with the press okay, secretary for Pete Buttigieg, and right now we are being told that we are not supposed to be filming. Again, we are here on behalf of the American public because we would like to have the conversation and we would like to ask the question as to why um, again, it took almost three weeks for Pete Buttigieg to be here on the ground. Uh, he waited until Donald Trump came here to actually be here and speak to residents. Uh, the people here have been quite tight-knit about when we can ask questions. And again, we're here on behalf of the American public, and we wish we could be able to ask these questions. But for some reason, uh, you know, we're, we're not allowed. Okay, um, who knew that all Sean Spicer or Sarah Huckabee or... Uh, 
Kaylee McEnany, all they had to do when they were press secretary is just say, can you please turn your cameras off and I'll talk to you? Can you imagine a press secretary of the Secretary of Transportation saying, I'll talk to you if you turn your cameras off? That's kind of the point, lady. That's why they've got cameras. Can you turn your microphone and your camera off, please? Because I don't want to talk to you on camera. But I'm happy to talk to you off camera. Why? Because you don't want the American people to see and hear what you have to say? What a cluster. And, of course, that came after Buttigieg just brushes them all off. He isn't talking to anybody. That appears to be Alexandra Caffrey, who is the Transportation Secretary's press secretary, who feels that being asked questions on camera is too aggressive. Wow. 800-655-MIKE. Welcome in. I mean, honest to goodness, this kind of crap is so putrid. And this is part of, this is Biden's administration. This is Biden's cabinet. Buttigieg is a disaster. Buttigieg is a nightmare. He had no business becoming transportation secretary. Zero qualifications to do so. Everybody knows it. And now the chickens are coming home to roost. Now they're in a cluster. And they knew it would be a cluster when he showed up. That's why he didn't want to go. Because whenever he went, since he didn't go right away, as the transportation secretary, he knew it was going to be rough. Well, it's rough, all right. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump told anybody to turn the cameras off yesterday. I think Donald Trump probably, I used to joke, all the time that Trump would go, you know, be interviewed on the Weather Channel if he was asked. He talks to everybody. He wants the American people to hear exactly what he has to say and what his message is. Here's what he said yesterday. You know, Mayor Pete, one of the things he does say when he talks to reporters about the train derailment is that it's Trump's fault. Here was Trump's response to that. He was asked that question in East Palestine during his uh, his visit there that, the, the residents loved. I mean, he was, you know, just a- adored by the people who showed who, he, who who were around him. Thank you, Mr. President, for coming. Thank you for net, for not forgetting us. Thank you for reminding the world what we're going through. And then he was asked about Mayor Pete's criticism of the Trump administration. He says the whole co- President Trump saying the whole country is breaking down. It does feel that way, doesn't it? You think that's realistic? But at least the people of East Palestine got some comfort yesterday from President Trump. Here is a, one of the residents of East Palestine on with Laura Ingram last night on Fox News. Uh, you know, a lot of people have been walking around town with their heads full of doubt and fear and feeling neglected. And I feel like Trump's presence today uh, helped reassure them that, you know, they do care. They have not been forgotten about. And uh, it definitely helped lift the spirits and give people some peace of mind, uh, knowing that people know who we are and what's going on around here. And, uh, well, you know, with the president not showing up, it kind of did the opposite. And that was that's what was causing a lot of the neglect and the feelings of doubt and fear. Wow. When Trump says the country is breaking down, you think he's right? 800-655-MIKE. You think, do you, do you feel that same way or do you believe he is exaggerating? Obviously, he's running for re-election. Um, he's going to run. But do you think that the country is breaking down or do you believe that, uh, that that's a, a, an overstate? Oh, he's, he's exaggerating greatly. We're in the relieffactor.com studios for a Thursday. And oh boy, there's Mayor Pete wearing a hard hat. 
an oversized hard hat and goggles. Tucker Carlson is going to have a field day tonight with that. Oh boy, 800-655-MIKE, join me, one open line. China is exploiting weaknesses in our U.S. patent system, stealing our inventions and technology, and we're helping them do it. Watch Innovation Race Now, on demand, or buy the DVD at SalemNow.com. everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Mike Gallagher Show. Mayor Pete seems completely deluded. Mm. This guy keeps saying, I'm planning to go. It's been three weeks. Yep. What are you planning? You get on a flight. I can only liken it. If there was a train derailment in the UK, for example, and the transport secretary, whose specific brief was train mm. incidents, did not go for 18, 19 days to the scene, they would be fired. They'd be gone. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Well, he finally went. He touched down and... He had his boots on the ground at 8 a.m. this morning. I wonder if he risked his life. You know, like Biden has risked his life with the air raid sirens. Why didn't they send off? They should have set off some air raid sirens when Mayor Pete was in East Palestine. That would have been helpful. They, they need to do some things like this. They need to step up their game a little bit. Poor Joe Biden fell up the steps again, getting on the plane in Poland. Now, if, Joe, if, if Donald Trump fell down or fell up, as the case may be, that would be on an endless loop for 24-7 in the mainstream media. Joe Biden falls again, and I'm not, this is not funny. Joey Hudson, my pal in South Carolina, pointed something out this morning to me that is true. Biden keeps falling up the steps. God forbid when he falls down the steps. That's not good. If the guy can't go up and down the steps of Air Force One, how about they eliminate that possibility of him getting seriously hurt or worse? You can't have an 80-year-old guy tumbling down a huge flight of steps. You can't. Maybe they can get him a Stairmaster. You know one of those chairs that goes up and down the, the, the steps for people who have, you know, mobility problems? Get one of those stairmasters that goes up and down the steps of Air Force One. You know, when they wheel the stairs out, just have one attached with the stairmaster. He can sit down, he can put a little seatbelt on, and he can slowly ascend or descend from Air Force One. I'm not kidding. Do you know what a catastrophe would be if this guy falls down the steps? That'd be awful. And it can't be easy on his body to fall up the steps. Listen, we've all been there. We've all done it. I've fallen up the steps, bruised both my legs. Gosh knows what's happening to him. You don't think he's getting bruised when he takes a tumble like that? The one time he fell up the steps, he fell up the steps like three or four times. It was the... You ever see that video? He fell, he got up, he fell, he got up, he fell again. It was wild. Now, Eric Hansen yesterday said to me, 
He has neuropathy of the feet. Now, I guess that's true. I don't know. Is it neuropathy, a diabetic condition? Or is it neuropathy from just old age? What does that even mean? He's got neuropathy of the feet. And I'm super sensitive to this. My second oldest son, Trevor, one of my personal heroes, he's a diabetic. He's he's had diabetes since he was diagnosed when he was 18. He's a school teacher. He's a great special ed teacher in Arlington, Texas. He had to have his big toe amputated a couple of weeks ago. Didn't even tell the old man. I didn't find out about it till afterwards because he didn't want to worry me. And incidentally, message to loved ones or message to anybody with loved ones, worry your family. They want to know. You don't want to hear after the fact. But he's recovered nicely. He's back to school and he's teaching and good old Trevor. I mean, Trevor is like the energizer buddy, bunny. But, you know, neuropathy is always a big concern about uh, for diabetics. And I don't take any, it's not funny to see Joe Biden fall, but they better do something about it if he keeps falling up the steps and then one day he falls down the steps and breaks a hip or worse, what are they going to say? Well, we hoped it didn't, it wouldn't happen. You have an opportunity to rectify it. He does not have to walk up and down those steps. Sorry, he just doesn't. It's a ceremonial thing. Give him a jet bridge. And I'm sure they're worried about the optics of it as well. They don't want to, you know, it's like the optics of Mayor Pete. you got to see this video. I, I'm going to give you some time to get online to uh, SalemNewsChannel.com or SNC.TV. you got to see this clip with his with Buttigieg's press secretary. The press secretary doesn't want to give an interview on camera. Isn't that kind of her job? All right, you got to, you got to, and what's her name again, Derek? I, I mean, and she's very frustrated. First, Pete, Mayor Pete brushes by the reporters, doesn't want to talk to them. He goes, he goes, he, he he refuses to talk to the reporters when they when they're saying, why did it take so long? Do, do you feel you owe the people of East Palestine an apology? Well, he's ignoring them. You know, come on. When when like somebody said, when you're the king, you don't talk to the little people. You don't talk to reporters, just don't talk to them. You don't have any obligation to inform the American people. You're only the transportation secretary. And then as he gets into the building. Behind him is Alexandra Caffrey. She's his press secretary. She is willing to talk to the reporters as long as they turn their cameras off. Wow, this is really something. I'm going to give you about 60 seconds to uh, to check out the, uh, the SNC.TV feed or get the Salem News Channel app. Download the app and be sure to watch 24-7 the antidote to the mainstream media, Salem News Channel, because you want to see this clip. You don't want to just hear it. You want to see it. Portions of our show are brought to you by MyPillow. And I got a text today from somebody in Georgia saying, Mike, I do watch you on Salem News Channel. You look really rested lately. You must be getting a great night's sleep on your new MyPillow 2.0. So am I. This person said, I absolutely love it. Best pillow I've ever ordered. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity that creates a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. Do you ever feel like you're just hot all through the night? You don't like that? Well, not in any... Mike Lindell has built a better mousetrap. He's come up with the MyPillow 2.0. For a limited time, you can order one, buy one, get the second one free. That's right. Buy one MyPillow 2.0, get the second one free. It's available in four loft levels, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, proudly made in the USA, every bit of it made in the USA. MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. When you click on that box... Make sure you enter the promo code MikeG so you'll save big. Like get the slippers for as low as $49.98 or the Giza Dream Sheets for as low as $29.98. These soft, smooth, durable, comfortable sheets. So many great products, such great savings from a great company, MyPillow. Get the best night's sleep of your life, guaranteed. 
Don't worry. Money back guarantee if you don't agree. MyPillow.com, promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com, promo code Mike G. Or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Like we love to sing. The best night's sleep in the whole wide world. Visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. All right, here we go. This is uh, Mayor Pete and Alexandra Caffrey. She is the, um, here's her Twitter bio, bio, comms for at Secretary Pete and U.S. Department of Transportation at Harvard, at Florida Democrats alum, she, her. That's the bio for Alexandra Caffrey. Well, she was having a very difficult time with the reporters today in East Palestine, Ohio, as was Mayor Pete. Check this out. Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the, the, the slow response, to the government's slow response? Do you have any apology? I'm this press person. I can help you. Sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. So can, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. You guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're on my camera. Well, I'm on a com- camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you're the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that Absolutely. you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why. I think why that's a little bit aggressive for you to ask me, the press secretary, questions on camera. <clears throat> I got I to try that approach. Hello, I'm Mike Gallagher. I've got... Millions of people who tune in every day to listen to the Mike Gallagher show. Please, I need to turn the microphone off. I cannot have this microphone on. I want, I'm going to talk to you, America, but not with a microphone. I I don't want you to hear me because that's aggressive. People might listen to me and hear what I have to say and form an opinion about it. That's good. Listen, when Sean Spicer was getting yelled at and they were all shrieking at him, in the White House press room, he should have said, can you turn your cameras off, please? You're being very aggressive. Very aggressive. Holy cow. Um, this is where we are. And meanwhile, there's pro- there's there's Trump. In, and not that you saw it on Fox News Channel. Not that you saw it on any of the cable news networks, but Fox addressed the, the people of East Palestine and America yesterday. Had a great time. I mean, it was on, hey, Newsmax was all over it. How many times is Fox News going to get beat by Newsmax? Because Fox News has made an editorial decision to try to erase Donald Trump from our, our minds and our, 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 our eyes and our ears? Do you know the five didn't mention Trump's visit to East Palestine one time? An hour-long Highly popular and hugely successful show. Janine Pirro sitting there. Hey, Judge, you didn't want to bring up Trump's visit to East Palestine? What are these people thinking in trying to turn against Trump like this and and turn against their own viewers? Do you have any idea what percentage of Fox News Channel viewers are Trump supporters? Did you notice that Fox News didn't carry the president's speech in East Palestine? Newsmax did. But we're going to find time uh, to come back if necessary. If they don't come back and give you the treatment that you need, we will be back. Uh, The Biden administration should ensure that every family has the option of moving and homes and everything else until this thing is straightened out. Uh, I do want to uh, especially thank some of the incredible people that uh, helped us because we're bringing thousands of bottles of water, Trump water, actually, most of it. Uh, some of it we had to go to a much lesser quality water. (laughs) You want to get those Trump bottles, I think, more than anybody else. But we're bringing a lot of water, thousands of bottles, and we have it in trucks, and we brought some on my plane today. But to that end, I'm pleased to announce that we've helped coordinate the delivery of the 
water and bottled water as uh, well as the tractor trailers full of it. We have big tractor trailers full of water. I think you're going to have plenty of water for a long time, maybe. Of course, he joked about Trump water, and the media's takeaway was, Trump said you have to have Trump water or lesser quality. He's obviously joking. Once again, every time he jokes around, they do everything they can to make him look like a fool. And he's not. He's just not. He's actually one of the funniest people I've ever interviewed. You go one-on-one with President Trump, you're in for a treat, because it's he, he, he is a really... Uh, almost shockingly funny guy. I mean, like, stand-up comic funny. One of the funniest people I've ever met. This portion of our show brought to you by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. Uh, Here's a text from Pennsylvania. Tucker Carlson covered Trump's visit big time. You're right. He did. He did. Uh, Must be some uh, disagreements in the hall's of the uh, most watched cable news network in America. Wild. Crazy stuff. Fox News deciding not to cover Trump's speech. The five not mentioning it one time? What do you think they're thinking? Watch the Mike Gallagher Show anywhere, anytime on the Salem News Channel app. Download it on your favorite device today and take Mike wherever you go. Stream anywhere on any device. The Mike Gallagher Show on TV, right in your pocket. Motors are running. Looking for adventure. You're always looking for adventure. And whatever comes always. So, Mike, here, here, speak here, for yourself. Here, no, wait a minute. What? 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 Don't, don't I'm not bust looking my, for adventure. Don't bust my flow. Okay, so, so here's sorry. the deal. Yesterday, our 60s obsession was hair. And today we've got an opportunity, and I, I'm, if I was a little young, you were definitely young, to consume Easy Rider. Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper uh, coked up and on motorcycles. Uh, it, so there's Steppenwolf's Born to be Wild from the Easy Rider soundtrack because it is Peter Fonda's, Jane's little brother, Peter Fonda's birthday. He would have been 83, passed away in 19. I do remember when I first finally consumed Easy Rider, and I just thought, what is this? It's just them rolling through the desert. Jack, really young Jack Nicholson is in there somewhere. But the whole 60s, I turned 12, 13 just as the 60s became the 70s. So a lot of the hair and Easy Rider and stuff like that. The, my, my quintessential late 60s movie was Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Yeah, I remember so that. that. I remember was, Butch Cassidy. Yep, yeah, yep, but, yep, yep. but the whole Easy Rider thing. The great Burt Bacharach. There you go. There just you passed go. away. So Peter Fonda's birthday. Jane, of course, still around. Do you have any inclination to catch this? 80 for Brady thing that she and nope. Sally Field and nope. Rita Moreno. I'll watch Rita Moreno do anything because she's like 130 and looks half of that. She's amazing. Just amazing. amazing I have a personal thing. story about Rita Moreno. So my friend, and I'm thinking when you're talking about that that genre of movies, mm-hmm. Sally Struthers, who's a, a friend of mine I've known for many years, she, and I always drop her name because like she's like the most famous person I know, right? So it's like, oh, I know, I know Sally Struthers. But she was in that. She broke into Hollywood in a movie. It was. It wasn't. I think it was Five Easy Pieces. Mm-hmm. Also, it was one, but mm-hmm. it was that same kind of genre, right? As Easy Rider, it was that sort of. And I forget. I think I don't remember even. I don't think I've ever seen her in it. But that mm-hmm. I know that's how she 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 came from Oregon to Hollywood. Got cast in that movie, and then the rest was history. All in the family was soon to follow, and uh, you know she's been acting and working ever since. Does she, she did, like being? Does she like being asked about all of the family all the time about playing Gloria Stevick, or does she, uh, she grow weary of it? No, it kind of depends on her mood. But I, I know that <laughs> she she I, I've done events with her before. In fact, she and I toured in a play together. We we. Played Played uh, opposite each other in the in the A. R. Gurney play Love Letters, which was a mm-hmm. wonderful experience. We went all through Kentucky and Ohio. We did like a little tour, and uh, we did it in South Carolina. And I noticed that when people ask her about it, she wants to make sure that she reminds them of other work that she's done. You know, she goes, I was yeah. also in this movie. Uh, I was in the how about the Gilmore Girls. You know, it's got to be Which tough. is lovely. But if that's the thing, I'll never forget. I was I was doing a broadcast out of the great state fair of Texas. When I was down the dial, we would right. all do three weeks of radio from the from the fair, which was oh, in, in many yeah, ways fantastic and yeah. in other ways just a total pain in the neck. But the positives yeah. far outweigh the negatives. And here came the opportunity to interview Henry Thomas. 
Henry Thomas was Elliot e. in E.T. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he's like, he's, at the time, he's like, he's 28, he's 30, something now. That man, this will be great. What was it like being on the set, being part of this iconic thing? So we booked that. His PR people come, bring him down. And one of his PR people during the break right prior comes out and says, yeah, Mark, one thing, uh, he doesn't want to talk about E.T. <laughs> and I said, what? What? That's you know, great. it's a whole thing. Guess what? Then maybe I don't. maybe I don't want to talk about it. So, but, but he, using whatever charm I have, I talked about some diddly squat project he was involved with at the time. By the way, lately he's been in some things, some of these haunted mansion Netflix thingy things. He's really good. He's wonderful. I mean, haunting of Hill House or something. Oh, wow. He really is an accomplished guy now that he's almost fifty. Well, but at the time, I talked about some other stuff, and then I found a way to get him into some ET talk, and it worked out fine. Okay. I think that well, the PR people, the PR people tell him that so that, you know, so that Joe Blow at Q105 in uh, Savannah, Georgia, doesn't right. sit there and beat him to death about E.T. Right. for the entire segment. Well, that's anyway. thanks to your skills as a great broadcaster <laughs> well. and a great host and a great writer. I just poured through your column from Newsweek. Thank Ukraine you. fatigue builds on the horizon. We're going to get into that today on my show. But I also have a couple of media stories I want to ask you about. Yes. Uh, a couple of, first of all, tragedy not far from where I'm sitting right now in Orlando, a Spectrum News reporter was shot dead yesterday while covering a shooting of the same guy, uh, some 19-year-old miscreant who had had a, who's got an arrest record as long as your arm. Uh, He apparently was involved in a fatal shooting in the morning. Later in the day, and I don't know, you have have Spectrum in Dallas-Fort Worth? Sure so do. there's Spectrum is comprised that besides the cable network system, they have local news in markets all over the place. We've got Spectrum Tampa Bay here. Mm-hmm. They've got Spectrum Orlando and they have Spectrum in New York City. And these reporters, um, there are almost always young, fresh faced kids right out of college. These are not, you know, people making two million dollars a year either. Yeah. They often lug the equipment out themselves. A lot of times you'll see a Spectrum reporter. They do their own stand up, which which is fascinating. They they set the camera up on the tripod because it's a low budget operation. This yeah, is it's not a great, NBC. It's a great. It's a wonderful entry level gig, but it is an entry level gig. It's an entry level gig, mm-hmm. but it's local TV at its yep. at its purest. You know, these are in the community. I love watching Spectrum God Nine here in Tampa Bay. I mean, God bless these folks, and they're covering local events and weather and all kinds of stuff. So this kid, this this twenty four year old kid, is a reporter. And he's covering this crime scene, and the monster comes back and fires out the window, shoots dead the 24-year-old reporter who was engaged to be married. He was almost, he was a, I think he's a week away from turning 25. He critically wounds um, a Spectrum reporter, or a Spectrum News photographer. Then he goes bursting into somebody's house, his ex-girlfriend or something, and just murders the 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 woman's nine-year-old child and then tries to kill the mother. She's fighting for her life right now. This is a cynical, awful thing for me to say, but maybe when members of the media get gunned down in the streets the way citizens are all through America right now, maybe that'll get their attention that we do have a soaring crime problem in America. Well, we, I we hate had, to say that. No, no, it's it's okay because along in, in harmony with that observation, there was a Democrat congresswoman who just got the crap beat out of her in the in an elevator of her building in D.C. And know. it's like, gee, not, nothing, you know, the definition of, of, a, of a hardliner on crime is a liberal who just got mugged. Listen, I'm going it, back, it, to, I'm going back people, to New York next week, and I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really rough, especially in big blue cities. Uh, and I'm sorry to say that to remind everybody, but they are blue cities. I don't think you've got this kind of problem in Oklahoma City. No. I don't think you have this problem in Tulsa. I don't think you have this problem in uh, in South Lake, you know, or Grapevine, uh, you know, maybe da- Dallas. Uh, but, it, you know, I, I, you always come down to this line of demarcation. You got Marjorie Taylor Greene with her goofy red states versus blue states crap, but but it, but it is true about red states and blue states in terms of the way they're run and the. It's real simple when you don't have you know consequences for crime. 
What do you think is going to happen exactly. for crying out loud? We are in post-consequences America where we let shoplifting go. What's the next thing we're going to let go? What are the next things we're going to get I don't soft know. about? Which is why DeSantis rolling into these liberal cities is genius. But but he's he's only the second biggest uh, victory of the of the GOP week. Trump in East Palestine, Ohio. Did you? Did, when I asked, did you see it? I really mean that. Of course I did. Did you see it? Of course you did. I did. We had to go find it. Did you catch the degree to which it was largely ignored, even on Fox News? Mike, you've been a, a contributor in that building. What's going on? I'm watching the five. You know what the five does. It's the five or six hot topics. They ignored it completely. What is going on in that building? It's clear that Fox News Channel has made an editorial decision to try to erase Donald Trump from the public consciousness, from the public arena. It's unbelievable. And I didn't know. I didn't see the five yesterday. It's one of the highest rated shows they have. You're yeah. telling me they didn't mention it? Not one bit. Mark, not, Mark not that's impossible. Bit. That's not, impossible. Yep. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. I'm I mean, I know, they didn't the carry, I know they didn't carry the speech live. Nope. How could they not mention it? Which is, again, in the five is where they just sit on and they riff and they show you little clips of here the, the biggest things that happen today. Of course, there's some Biden. There's some Ukraine. There's some Mayor Pete. There's some East Palestine. There's this. All the, the topics were fine. But I think you find room somewhere for the guy who wants to be president again, showing up the man who is president by going to a place his administration has ignored. Wow. I think that's, you give that 60 seconds. That's it's wild. Weird. I mean, it's, it's, it's not. Well, no, it's 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 it's. Insidious. Ugh. It's really yeah. nefarious stuff. I mean, how? what the heck is Fox News thinking? I mean, I, I don't mean, care if they put up footage of him in East Palestine and the whole panel says, man, this is just kind of, uh, it's kind of, a, it's a photo op. It's not even I mean, if, if, if they're critical about it. I don't care, but you don't ignore it. See, this is, Weird. but this is, uh, the. I'll bet you Tucker Carlson covered it, and I know he did because I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. So Fox mm-hmm. News didn't, as a network overall, didn't yep. ignore it. Yeah. I mean, Tucker covered it, but why? Yep. What This is an interesting dynamic. I mean, it really is, uh, um, of course, Fox is in all kinds of, they've made all all kinds of unwanted headlines. The the Dominion lawsuit had a as part of discovery. They had a bunch of text messages that were shared between the Fox News primetime stars Tucker and Sean and Laura about the how essentially they didn't believe a lot of the election fraud claims yeah. from folks like Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani. And it's been an embarrassment. And listen, there there could be real. I don't know if if Fox is going to wind up having to pony up. They're fighting back against Dominion on the lawsuit. Fox's argument is, listen, it's free speech. We have a right to air voices. If they people b- believe in election fraud, that we. Th- th- but now they're not airing the former president I, I of the know, United I States know. beating Pete Buttigieg and Joe Bi- Biden to East Palestine. How the heck is that not newsworthy, I Mark? I do not know. And and I I don't think we've talked about the, the spate of emails, the, the heavy cash and treasure trove of emails uh, from the Fox News people. Here's what the other hostile media folks covering that are trying to do, and I'm not going to let him get away with it. Because, yes, Hannity, even Tucker, some other folks said the specific things, sort of the Sidney Powell crazy town, Dominion flipping the votes in Venezuela, that was never going to develop legs. But they're trying to make it look like everybody at Fox News was giving the back of their hand to any semblance of election fraud, any semblance of impropriety. And that, of course, remains thoroughly front and center to millions of American voters that plenty of votes were counted that shouldn't have been because of changes made on the fly unconstitutionally due to COVID panic. They're trying to lump all election skepticism into the same pile, and I ain't having it. Well, meanwhile, let's go over to one of the broadcast networks, NBC. Um, Andrea Mitchell interviewed um, Kamala the other day, Mm -hmm. and she sat down with the vice president, and she said, quote, let me ask you, what does Governor Ron DeSantis not know about black history and the black experience when he says that slavery and the aftermath of slavery should not be taught to Florida school children? Now, Mark, that's a bald-faced lie. That's an absolute 100% demonstrable lie. And, of course, Vice President Cackles didn't correct her. I mean, she just agreed, and they both... And so, I guarantee you, lots of people saw that interview and said, man... What an absolute SOB that the, the DeSantis yeah. doesn't want slavery being yeah. taught in Florida's classrooms. And, of course, there, he, his opposition to critical race theory has has nothing to do with slavery. Has He's nothing gone after to do specific, actual, specific courses. Some in not history. Black history. Specific, well, some of them are historical. But, well, but, no, but they he have to do with... To, you, 
with he's weaponizing banning, history with, with right. political indoctrination. Do you know what the DeSantis camp said in reply to that, Andrew? Well, you know what they did? Said? They put a ban. They said, Bingo. you know what? Bingo, yep. we're not going to uh, uh, provide DeSantis to NBC or any of its Anywhere. affiliates until Anywhere. Andrea Mitchell apologizes. Retracts and then the she did. And she did. Her That's statement how you do it. said, she That's said, Anastasia, this is how you do it. Now, it was a backhanded apology. Listen to what she said. And this is, again, so fascinating. Mm-hmm. In my interview last Friday with Vice President Harris, I was imprecise in summarizing Governor DeSantis's position about teaching slavery in mm-hmm. schools. Imprecise? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. is that code for bald-faced lie? You liar? Are you you corrupt, disgusting, lying hack? She goes on to say, Governor DeSantis is not opposed to teaching the fact of slavery in schools, but he has opposed the teaching of an African-American studies curriculum, right. as well as the use of some authors and source materials that historians... And teachers say makes it all but impossible to for students to understand the broader historic and political context behind slavery and its not aftermath. An In other not, words, not, not an apology. A not and an what apology. she's trying to say is yeah. we're supposed to teach that America is rotten to the core, yep. and that's the context that some historians wanted to be taught. And Ron DeSantis do. says, right. you go pound salt. We ain't doing that in Florida. <laughs> exactly. Florida's right. where woke comes all to right. die. That's so, it. I oh love that quote. Gosh, I love it. Fired up. All right. It's ready to go, man. We Happy are ready for Thursday. Happy All right, Thursday. We'll see you. Mike Gallagher, ready to roll. He will see you, and you'll hear him 10 o'clock as soon as we're done on 660 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.